Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Oh, get out of bed, it's the end of your snooze! Shower and shine up your shoes. We'll bring you the weather and traffic and news. Silberto and friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, 709. I'm Paul Silberto. Coming up this hour, we're going to speak with Hope Fletcher. Um, Community are coming together projects that Hope is working on. We'll get a chance to get information on those projects from Hope. Dan Host has our Sullivan County update. Executive Chef Jody Cummings will be joining us. And we're saying good morning to uh, Denise Frangipani. Good morning. It's uh, good. Sullivan 180 Day. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm doing good. Now, now please. Don't break, don't break I, the power well, like the last time you were here. The reason I'm back is because I wanted a second chance. Is that what it was? Yeah, okay, that's good. Give <laughs> brought more batteries this time. Oh, the last time Denise was here times. is when there was a power outage in the area. So. Yeah, that's right. I believe it was animal related. Is that what? Yeah, it was animal related. That yes. That's right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> yep. we're going to talk about uh, Sullivan 180. And I wanted to mention that yesterday we had the official kickoff um, information wise. To the upcoming 46th annual 98.3 WSUL Hardathon. Yes. Uh, coming up in February, but we talked about the uh, different uh, beneficiaries of the Hardathon this year. And again, yes, uh, last year was really successful um, in, in not only purchasing equipment for the hospital, which we'll be doing again this year, of course, Garnet, uh, Garnet Health Catskills, mm-hmm. um, but also branching out to look at um, prevention, education as well. Yes. And happy uh, that yesterday was announced that, again, Sullivan 180, yeah. part of the beneficiary of the 98.3 WSUL Artathon. And, Denise, I think that's just a testament to, to the amazing things that Sullivan 180 does throughout the community, really, to better the health. And, and it's not just a saying. It's not just a... a, a a promotional line, it's a fact, bettering the health one degree at mm-hmm, a time. Mm-hmm. And I was really thrilled that Sullivan 180, again, part of this year's 98.3 WSUL Hardathon. Yeah, thank you, Paul, and thank you to the committee. You know, the whole focus of the Hardathon now, it, it expanding beyond, ju- beyond um, treatment to prevention and education, just makes so much sense for where we are as a community, not only with Sullivan 180, but with everyone's renewed focus on how we can become healthy, stay healthy, and not enough attention is really paid to prevention. You know, if you look at the numbers, the investment in prevention is minimal. And I would imagine because you don't see the results immediately, right? Like if you're doing a good job, you might not see anything. Exactly. That's the point. So it's really hard to measure. And so we at 180 are really focused on prevention. And so we're excited to partner with the Heartathon to be able to support that work. In the last Heartathon, which we also benefited from along with our Mm -hmm. partners at Single Bite and um, I believe STEAM. Well, this year it's going to be the STEAM Fund, which has been added. Yeah. So we, last year, the funding that we got from the Hardathon went toward um, a fit pad, which is being built at Monticello yeah. School District, in Mon- right in Monticello, mm-hmm. which will be open to the community. 
And I could talk more about what that is, That's but it's cool. basically an outdoor exercise yep. opportunity. And then part of the funding went to, is going toward our Warrior Teens program, right, right. which is really empowering young people to take charge of their health, but also become ambassadors for healthy living among their peers. You know, what was so great last year, Denise, about the expansion uh, from just purchasing equipment to, again, focusing on uh, treatment, um, education, uh, was really the excitement and enthusiasm of uh, uh, Garnet Catskill CEO Jerry Dunleavy yeah. about and about how important that is, which again really shows the community coming together for this effort. Yeah, well, they you know they the folks at Garnet, Jerry and Jonathan Schiller, they understand that the hospital's job is also to keep people healthy, and it's not about keeping beds and heads in beds, not right, like exactly. the Roberta's job. Exactly, <laughs> right. Like the CBA. There you we go, a little keep, different, yeah. And hospitals really over, I mean, I'm not a hospital expert or professional. Oh, but and you, she doesn't even play one on the radio. And I yeah. don't even play one on TV, but you can see that hospitals more and more, especially small rural hospitals, are taking an active role in community health. So we partner with Garnet. On many other things, it's not just about showing up at the hospital or the ER. I mean, Garnet itself is going through some evolutions. It's exciting what's happening at the hospital. I'm sure we'll be hearing more about it in the upcoming time. But just coming back to the heart of thought for a second and why I'm here today is really about gratitude. And uh, our, we're spending this month of November um, expressing our gratitude as an organization to the individuals, the volunteers, to the organizations to the community, like the Hardathon mm-hmm. Committee and our partners, just saying thank you for the work that you're doing independently, but also thank you for the opportunity and, and the trust to partner. And we've done incredible things with our partners and with support from our founders and our funders. And it just it doesn't it can't exist on its own. Like right. our work is really about collaboration. So That's and such I'm a good not point. just being like, you know. Sappy? Sappy? No, no. no. No, I know. I, I know that. because <laughs> that's one one of the things about really the foundation of uh, of Sullivan 180 mm-hmm. is the is the reach out to the community to different organizations that can work Absolutely. together I mean, collectively. That, and that's, that's a hallmark. We, that's really why we were created from the from our founder from Sandra and Alan Gary's perspective was to be additive to um, to help you know, fill in the gaps where there might be gaps to find funding and bring more funding into the community. And I'm not going out and doing blood pressure screenings. My, my team is not going out and doing health, direct health care. We're focusing on social determinants of health, which are the things that drive health right. outcomes. And we're doing that with our partners in our communities, in our schools. Uh, this was our first year really hitting this new focus on on prevention and, and youth. And it was an exciting year. I'm sure we'll talk more about oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's great things to come. But the Heartathon is a key part in our ability to leverage resources and, re- and reinvest. So that funding doesn't come to pay any of the 180. Nope. Uh, it, it goes right back into the community for specific projects. Yeah. So. I'm looking forward to talking about things yeah. that are going on. And again, yeah. uh, you know, um, uh, everybody really working together. And uh, really, that's what it's all about. And there's a lot of things going on, as I say, behind the scenes yes. that a lot of our listeners aren't aware of. And that's why it's great when you call attention to them on a day like today. So we appreciate you. you being here. And remember, like Denise said, her and the team, they don't go out and do blood pressure screenings or things like that. However, um, they are still on. 
offering brain surgery if oh, you need. No. Denise is available overbooked. on Thursday, okay? <laughs> we're, we're booked through Christmas. Is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you had an opening. Silberto and friends. It's alive. It's alive. <laughs> he is alive. I haven't figured out what keeps him alive yet. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 722. I'm Paul Silberto. Denise Frangipani. Sullivan 180 on this Tuesday morning. And we are heading to the Catskills News Talk line now. It's executive chef. Jody Cummings, boy, I, I know you're thrilled with this week being Thanksgiving with uh, your love of cooking, Jody. Good to talk to you this morning. <laughs> I always, I hi, Paul. I always <laughs> call it the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl for chefs. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. That's our day. That's uh, our day. Well, actually, that's anybody. That's home cook. That's anybody's day. Oh yes, for yep. sure. <laughs> the, 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 the preparations have begun. Yeah. Are you ready? Of, of people course. are you cooking for? Of course. How I, are you cooking for? No, do you want to know what I'm making for Thanksgiving? For the for reservation. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So Well so, Yeah. So well, I thought it'd be a fun I thought it'd be a fun time to just go over a couple of last minute things for people. I'm sure most of your listeners are very organized and this is not their first rodeo. Um a, a couple of things to think about. You know, it might sound redundant and, like, obvious. It's not a bad idea to make sure you have all the ingredients that you need today. Well, yeah, <laughs> that would that help. Today. Yes. You know, things like chicken stock, butter, eggs, the Tur- basics. Turkey. And also, obviously, the turkey. <laughs> the turkey. Speaking of the turkey, I I think we've talked about brining in the past. I'm a huge fan of brining your turkey. Um it's it's very very easy to do. The biggest um, challenge is just finding some space with a container to to keep the turkey in overnight. But brining the turkey really basically almost guarantees like a super juicy moist product. Um, the other part of a turkey is make sure if you if you did buy frozen that you've already started to defrost it. <laughs> and I will include a hack on my Facebook page about. Um, if your turkey is still frozen, even like the morning up, there's a trick to basically, I'll tell you, I'll tell you on air and then I can, I can list it. But if you were to put the turkey inside of some cool water and keep the turkey in the contain in its package, that'll, that'll, that's a fast way to help defrost hmm. it. Cool. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing is try to be organized. That's, I always say the difference between a great, uh, a chef and a great home cook is we're organized. So home this is this is your day for home cooks to shine. Make things ahead of time. You can make mashed potatoes the day before, cranberry sauce, um, dessert, uh, soup. Soup tastes better the next day. Make those things tomorrow. Do not try to do all in one day. Good point. You will you know, you will not, and that that goes out to people this if this uh, that this is their first time cooking thanksgiving dinner they're like oh yeah i got this no you don't (laughs) it's a lot it's a lot to do in one day and um there's no professional you know place that does everything in a restaurant or even a skilled thanksgiving chef is preparation day ahead do things cut up your vegetables so you don't want to mix them together like if you're if you're doing like a you're making like a mirepoix or like your stuffing mixture with like your onion and celery 
you want to keep those separated, but definitely you could, you could um, trim your vegetables tomorrow, um, put them all in different containers, things, simple things like that, that you can do a day before will just make Thursday that much more enjoyable and just make the holiday that much more fun. And then you could be with your guests more often, you know, more than spending the whole day in the kitchen. <laughs> you know, these, uh, some of these, as you said, some sound like common sense ideas, but they can mean the difference between a fun and enjoyable Thanksgiving with the family compared to a very stressful yeah. day. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Especially, like I said, especially, <clears throat> excuse me, if it's your first time making Thanksgiving dinner for everybody and, you know, you, you only know what you see on TV or <laughs> what you think you see from somebody else doing. But I guarantee you, like I said, after your first Thanksgiving, you learn to do a lot of things ahead of time. And then one, one, one fun fact, guess how many calories are in the Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I think. Go ahead. Don't ruin it, Jody. <laughs> go ahead. I know. I know. It's, it's a crazy number. Just take a guess. Uh, we're not count. We're not going to count that day. We're, we're just gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Denise said two thousand. I'm going to say four thousand. Oh, pretty Paul, you must be an experienced eater. <laughs> yeah, well, you know I am. It's between three thousand and six thousand. <laughs> wow. Well, there you if, go. Well, six thousand the- is if you start early and go all day. <laughs> well, the takeaway, of course, is be prepared in advance. And the other takeaway is. Go to Executive Chef Jody Cummings' mm-hmm. Facebook page for tips. <laughs> you can do that by going to my video this morning on my Facebook page and on Catskills News Talk Facebook page, clicking on through. And remember, I have got a huge uh, Thanksgiving tip for you. Are you ready, Jody? If all, um, if all else fails, they do have <laughs> turkey spam. All right? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Well, no, they do. Every, there's a spam commercial on Currently, it's actually the dish looks pretty good. I have to say, and and I just you you now are spam. Like I, when I see that commercial, <laughs> I think of you. <laughs> there you go, Jody. You have a great day. We'll catch Happy up next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Bye bye. Check her out, exec- Executive Chef Jody Cummings. My Facebook page, Catskills News Talk Facebook page. Click on through. Get some uh, great common sense tips. Seven twenty eight now. Silberto and friends. There are only so many words I can drag out of my vocabulary to say how awful that was. Well, it was awful. Well, it sucks. It's terrible. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. It's 7.33 now, 27 till 8. Catskills News at 8. Catskills News headlines now. Here's Mike Sakal. Democratic Chair Ann Hart and Republican Chair Greg Goldstein announced that they will be hosting a private dinner for the newly elected legislature in the near future to work on uniting the county. Goldstein said the legislature should be a forum where the public is not shut down in voicing their opinions and hopes to see a functioning legislature. He admitted the move was unusual but says both he and Hart are determined to make it work. The Sullivan County Board of Elections tallied final absentee ballots yesterday. In the close race for District 9, Terry Bernardo beat out Monticello Mayor George Nicolados, who was ahead by five votes on election night. Bernardo jumped ahead with a final tally of 839 to Nicolados 765 votes. All election results remain unofficial until the election is certified. The state requires that certification by the Board of Elections be complete by December 2nd. That's what's happening. I'm Mike Sakel, Catskills News. Catskills News coming up at 8 on Catskills News Talk 92.5.
and 94.9. Good morning. It's Silberto and friends. I'm Paul Silberto. 7.35. We're going to be talking more Sullivan 180 with Denise Frangipani. She's our guest co-hostess this morning. Coming up on Friday, Silberto and friends live. The tradition continues from the Black Friday Bonanza at Monticello Farm, Home, and Garden. I'll be there starting at 6. The doors open at 6.30. Jonathan Charles Fox, that dog named Gidget, will be there. Mike Mike Martucci, Mid-Hudson News, will be joining us. And starting at 7, your chance to have a photo session with Santa. It's $40. This is a mini photo session with Santa. And the proceeds benefit... Our Thunder 102 Country Cares for St. Jude Kids. Loretta Wolf, Next Level Real Estate, and uh, Mike Elyardi, the Merry Santa, will be there. Stop by starting at 7. Mini photo sessions with Santa. Again, uh, benefiting our Thunder 102 Country Cares for St. Jude Kids. $40 per session. Series of photos with Santa for an individual or for, uh, for a family. Um, starting on Friday, you can get them early enough to get them out as your holiday pictures, what, whatever you would need. You get these, uh, just, uh, just a number of photos as, uh, as part of the mini photo session with Santa. And again, it's part of the Black Friday Bonanza. We'll be broadcasting live from Monticello Farm, Home and Garden um, this Friday morning. So hopefully we'll get a chance to see you there. Hopefully you could take advantage of uh, photos with Santa and yes, we are continuing Ellenville Regional Hospital presenting No Shave November. The men of uh, Bold Gold Media, myself, Eddie Wilson from 95.9 VOSFM, Chase Daniels from 98.3 WSUL, and Mike Sakel, Catskills News, not shaving for the month of November. We are creating awareness of men's health. Go to Catskills News Talk Facebook page. You'll see the montage the, uh, the the mid-month montage of the uh, <clears throat> participants in No Shave November. Keith Edwards, Ellenville Regional Hospital. District Attorney Brian Connolly. Senator Peter Oberacher. Uh, Jim Boxberger, Monticello Farm, Home and Garden. Nick Vallone from Rolling V. Ryan Terracino from Catskill Outdoorsman. Dylan Price representing Black Bear Fuel Oil, Heating and Air Conditioning. And uh, Hudson Cooper along with Mike Martucci. You can check it out, and you can send us your No Shave November photos. Include your name and town, and if you're going to be sharing socially, use the hashtag BoldNovember. And right there at Catskills News Talk Facebook page, you can click on through for men's health tips from Ellenville Regional Hospital. It's No Shave November. Still have time to get involved. Check it out. Go to Catskills News Talk Facebook page. Coming up on 738 Now. Good morning. Silberto and friends. You are a name living forever in history. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. Still cold as you head out. It's uh, 19 with some clouds now in uh, Sullivan and the Catskills. Check our uh, Sullivan our Catskills News Talk 92.5-94.9 weather in a little bit. I'm Paul Silberto, Denise Frangipani. We're talking Sullivan 180. And time now to head to the Catskills News Talk line. Director of Communications, Sullivan County, Dan Hoos. Good morning, Dan. How are you? All right. How are you, Paul? Good. Did you did, did, did you make the turkey? Did you make all the fixings? Are you all ready? Oh. 
If if they had me do that, it would be a Thanksgiving to remember in the worst way possible. <laughs> oh, see, so you're not the cook, right? I am not, but okay. I I, I show up to eat. So and I'm told I do that well. Hey, we've each got so. we we have all got our responsibilities, and we do what we do best, right? <laughs> Yep. (laughs) No matter what my doctor tells me. Exactly. Good point. Good point. So what's what's happening throughout Sullivan County? Well, uh, a a lot, actually, even though it's a shortened week due to the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, First off, our Board of Elections uh, concluded its uh, count. uh, I think it published unofficial results yesterday. Uh, on our Board of Elections page on our county website. So uh, I think now we can pretty much figure out who won and who lost in all the races. But I'll tell you what, the voters won. The taxpayers of the county won insofar as that they had choices, at least in a lot of the county races. Uh, Town races, not so much, but in the county races. So congratulations to all those who uh, won. We look forward to working with you in the new year. But also, thank you to all those who ran, whether you won or you didn't win. Uh, your fact that you you ran means that you believe in this thing we call democracy. Uh, and you even more so believe in local democracy, which is uh, really important. And I'm proud to uh, have people like that in our community because uh, without them, well, I don't know where we would be. But I'm going to have, of course, myself a few new people to work with uh, in the new year, but I'm looking forward to that. This will be, uh, in some respects, uh, a different legislature than it, is, it has been before. Um, but that's a good thing. And uh, I'm listen, my job is to work with who the voters tell me to work with. So I'm going to do that to the best of my ability. Uh, and I also always look forward to working with uh, new people. That just, uh, I don't know, that that's something that, that gets me up in the morning. What, what can I do uh, with the people that I've never met before or have only known for a little while. So, but again, congratulations everyone and thank you to our board of elections who has uh, really worked very hard to get us to this point and they'll be doing it again before you know it there'll be more elections coming and they'll be back uh, hard at work but hopefully they get a little time off now so um also uh, transforming uh, transformative in the region besides the elections is our job market we really have seen a, a huge increase in jobs in sullivan county uh, coming from all different kinds of sectors uh, our standard leisure and hospitality but also our manufacturing our healthcare sectors, we have increased this past October by 5.1% in jobs. That by far leads the rest of the Hudson Valley, which we're lumped in with uh, as far as the labor market. Our closest competitor was Greene County at a 2% increase in October. So think about that. We more than doubled uh, the, the next closest competitor in terms of job growth. And this isn't recent. We have been have been the state for many months in the past two and a half years. I'm not sure that we are right at the moment, but we're still in the top five uh, from what I saw. And that really shows that Sullivan County is experiencing strong growth. And there are a lot of exciting and interesting things happening here in Sullivan County. It's not just at the big players like you at Resorts World or our major employer, the Center for Discovery, all of which are hiring, by the way, but also our downtowns. 
I was in downtown Jeffersonville over the weekend. I couldn't believe how many new uh, businesses were down there and what they were doing. Uh, I grew up in that area, and it is so different, uh, but in a good way. So I think we're living in exciting times in Sullivan County, and these job figures are, are showing that. And I'm happy to say that through our Center for Workforce Development, also known as our Sullivan Career Center, we can find you a job if you're looking. We can help you. We're on 50 North Street in Monticello. These folks live to connect you with jobs. So it's exciting to see. Uh, and really, at this point, anyone who wants a job in Sullivan County can get one. And, and listen, I remember uh, years ago that that was not the case. So definitely um, check out our Career Center if you're looking to uh, find uh, something that works for you. Also, we have coming up our theme tree exhibit at the County Museum in Hurleyville. Our Sullivan County Historical Society is putting that on again. That's always a really exciting thing to see every year. It makes me feel like we really are in the holidays. These are Christmas trees that are spread around the uh, auditorium in the museum. And each one of them has a unique design, a unique theme. Uh, they are looking right now for folks to... Uh, contact them about coming up with a theme and putting a tree together. Has to be artificial, can't be real due to fire code. Uh, but trust me, these trees look spectacular. And in December, when we open up that exhibit, you will be amazed at the creativity. But in the meantime, if you're looking to actually put one together, you need to call them first at 845 434 8044. That's 434 8044. And tell them what you plan, and they'll get you set right up. And then speaking of the holidays, we have a, a different schedule this week because of the Thanksgiving holiday on Thursday. We are closed on Thursday for Thanksgiving. Uh, at least our uh, regular offices are. Our 24-hour offices, however, are still open, like our 911 center, our care center, our, um, our jail and sheriff's office. These folks do not get holidays off, so we're even more grateful to them for doing what they do. Um, but the rest of the offices on Thursday Thursday will be closed, which means that the final full board meeting of the legislature will not be on Thursday. It will be tomorrow on Wednesday. We have executive committee meeting at 9 a.m. and a full board meeting at uh, 11 a.m. You can watch online or come in person. You're welcome to either way. As I tell people, keep in touch with what your legislature is doing. You need to know what they're up to and making sure that they are serving your needs in the way that you want them to be. Uh, we will be open for half a day on Friday uh, between 8.30 a.m. and 12.30 p.m. Uh, most of our offices will be open. However, there may be some with very limited staffing or some that have no staffing, in which case they'll be closed. So if you're planning to come out, give a call ahead of time just to make sure that the office you're looking to visit is open. And on that note, I just want to wish everyone a wonderful, warm, and happy Thanksgiving this Thursday. I hope you get to spend it with family and the people that you care about. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you too, my friend. Look forward to uh, look forward to catching up with you again next week. Happy Thanksgiving, Dan. To you as well, Denise. See you soon. We will catch yes. up uh, next. We will catch up on Tuesday, and you'll be back in again soon uh, uh, as as guest co-host. So I'm looking forward to it. Same here. Have a great day, Dan Hoost. Our Sullivan County update. Birthday shout-outs on Catskills News Talk. 
925-949. Celebrating a birthday today, you are celebrating with Marlo Thomas. Always great to talk Aww, to Marlo Thomas. She's wonderful. Thanks, thanks to a guy that you know. I think Aww, his name is Al Frangipani. Thanks to Al. Uh, the connections he has, we get to speak with Marlo during our Thunder 102. That's right. Country Cares for St. Jude Kids Radiothon. 86 today, Marlo Thomas. Goldie Hawn is 78. Nicolette Sheridan is 60. Troy Aikman is 57. Michael Strahan, 52. Jamie Simpson, I was sunny in Philadelphia, is 48. Wrestlers Brie Bella and Nikki Bella are 40 today. In case you're wondering, they're twins. And <laughs> Jenna Malone from Hunger Games Catching Fire, 39. Got a birthday, got a celebration, let us know about it. We'll let everybody know about it. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. Click shout out. Get your info to us. We'll get it on for you at Catskills News Talk 92.5-94.9. Silberto and friends. You just get up in the morning and figure out ways to make me crazy. Is that what you do? Yeah. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9. Morning, 7.54, 6 till 8. I'm Paul Silberto. Denise Frangipani is here on this Tuesday morning and... We are heading to the Catskills News Talk line now. Saying good morning to Hope uh, Bletcher. Hope, good morning. How are you? Good morning, everybody. Hi, Denise. Hi, Hope. How are you? Okay. Hi, Paul. Hi, everybody. It's great to talk to you this morning, Hope. And um, we're talking about coming together through hope, sanctuary, compassion, and community. Let's tell our listeners what that's all about and, as always, how our listeners can get involved, Hope. Oh, so thank you so much. Yes, those four words came out of our first annual Dove Daffodil Dash, and thanks to Sullivan 180 for their support of that. And the words hope, sanctuary, compassion, and community are really what's driving me um, to create a year-long project called Hope's Compass, so that, as some people joke, hope is everywhere. <laughs> uh, I was just saying, um, that's a Paul, hope that. is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um and really to do it with intention and bring people together through arts, education, intergenerational, multilingual. So there's all different ways um, that people can become part of a project. We are going to be at the Youth Arts Festival in Bethel Woods in April, the Liberty Museum and Arts Center. In May, June, we'll have an exhibit of the over 35 canvases that people made this past October. And then the Sullivan County Museum in Hurleyville is going to host a meet and greet with um, local people who are either survivors of the Holocaust um, how, and people whose lives were impacted by the Holocaust and subsequent um, acts against humanity, which unfortunately is something that we are experiencing to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's really interesting when you look at the concept, and again, it seems like such a Common sense concept, and it seems like a concept whose time has really come. Yeah, I, I love the way you've kind of weaved it all together. Um, it's like a thread. And I appreciate that because that thread was so important to me to find and weave. And for me, it wasn't one project um, at a time, although that's how they'll roll out. But um, as you know, I just keep weaving them together. Like, I can do this. This will yeah. happen. And I hope it will. Um, you know, the whole cost for all of it, for the, all these different facets over the course of the year is about $8,000 to bring in guests and get the art materials and 
to do it with integrity, which is really key to me also, as I want it to be done, um, not just, I want it to be done well, but also to do, to have people say this was well fought. This is something that I experienced, I learned from, and I can now pay it forward, pass it forward to others with intention. Right. And, and as it says, a sequence of projects that promote conversations, camaraderie, and understanding through creating safe spaces for people to meet and engage in shared experiences that will foster a sense of belonging and awareness of commonalities across community. I think you put that really best. Now, Hope, as we wrap things up, I know there's going to be so many components, and I would like to ask you to come back on time and time again as we talk about these different projects that make this whole thing up. Where can our listeners go right now to get information and to see how they can get involved? So they can go to, if they want to make a donation, Mm -hmm. they can go to the Hope's Compass Fund at CFOSNY. Dot org, mm-hmm. Community Foundation of Sullivan, um, Orange and Sullivan, New York, and also on the um, hopescompass.org website. You can and check they can it email out. Me. That'd be great. And What's the email? What's the email? So hope? hope. Yes, hope at hopescompass.org. There you go. Check it out. These are going to be great projects, and this is uh, not the last time you'll be hearing from Hope on this program. Thanks for this little overview, Hope, and uh, all the best with these projects. Come on back in. Uh, we'll get you back in someday, and we'll get a chance before, to really before, talk about before everything. She, before she goes, Paul, mm-hmm. um, there's, a, there's a menorah lighting coming up that Hope is also involved with in Parksville. Is that December 4th, Hope? All right. So we are, going, the, we are lighting it every day at okay. 430. It's at the Dove at Exit 98, and the community lighting is Sunday, December 10th. December 10th. Sunday, December 10th. Thank you for joining us. It is 7.59 now. Thank you so much for being here on this Tuesday morning. The Big Show. Wait a minute. That's the smartest thing I've ever heard anyone say about anything. It's potluck, so bring whatever you want. Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. I'm Paul Silberto. Coming up this hour, our weekly conversation with Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther. Jack Strassman has our Liberty Rotary Club update. And more on Sullivan 180. Denise Frangipani is here. Good to have you in this morning, Thanks, Denise. Paul. It's been a good time so far. Power's still on. So that don't say anything. <laughs> So far, so good. Well, it has been a good time so far. However, if you rate those experiences by quality of guests, well, you may want to, well, let's just say. I'm not sure if I'm I'm bracing for an insult or if there's something good coming. I don't know. I'll let you decide because right now we're going to the Catskills News Talk line and we're saying good morning to Keith Edwards. Ellenville Regional Hospital. Oh, I think that's a good thing. Hi, Keith. Good morning. How are you both? Good, thank you. Good. Just I, o- I always, I always get a really warm entrance there from Paul. I, I don't understand. I mean, he's got stuffing to lose. Oh, fine. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Say, say that one more time. He's got what? Oh, he's got stuffing to lose. And there you go. He'll be here uh, all week. Try the turkey. 
anyway how's it going with the no shave november buddy it's good how's your beard coming in well i it, he I, has I, a beard I, I trimmed it really and really is it is yeah you know is it, it's, it's, is it patchy or is it uh no, it's, well yeah i'll let denise describe it i think um it's got some it's multicolored like tricolored, you know, there's a little gray. Tricolored. It's dark. Nice. I think it's very distinguishing. It's mature. It's mature, and it's it's um, it's groomed nicely. You forgot masculine. You forgot. I said distinguished. Wow. Okay, good. Thank you. He's <laughs> anyway, he's like he's like poultry in motion. Uh, he's like <laughs> poultry in motion. There we go. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you again, Aviv Regional Hospital, for presenting No Shave November again. Our effort to create awareness for men's health with those men's health tips available. If you go to our Catskills News Talk Facebook page, click right on through to Ellenville Regional Hospital. So again, Keith, we uh, we do sincerely appreciate the partnership. Absolutely, I think this is a great cause. It's good to to have this conversation, and I think. Uh, you know, there's always been like a, a stigma in talking about men's health or men talking about their health. So the fact that we're just kind of making that the theme for this month, I think is great. It challenged us to, you know, update our website too with um, some great helpful resources and tips and so forth for men as uh, going along this theme of men's health. So yeah, it's I think been it's, great. Uh, so I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things I just want to mention sticking on this men's health theme. So Paul, you and I talked about it when we kicked off this uh, this month, you know, know your family history. It's one of the most important things because it can help guide you in what your preventative care may be as you continue to age. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, obviously, we want to talk about having annual checkups uh, as well, you know, with your primary care physician. Sometimes we we wait until uh, we're already hurting before we go. And, you know, I always talk about being proactive is better than being reactive. Mm-hmm. So. And, um, you know, on our men's health page um, that you can go to at our website, erhny.org, and we've got some tips on there for younger men. Uh, testicular cancer is, uh, is a big concern. So uh, there's information on there about how to self-check and if you find normalities of that nature to get to a urologist or your, your primary health care uh, physician. There's information on there regarding prostate and prostate cancer. Um, usually they say at age 55, you should start uh, getting that check. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, there's a history in your family of prostate cancer, then they say 45. And of course, colonoscopies. I mean, who doesn't love talking oh, about colonoscopies, wow. There right? you go. All <laughs> Perfect right. timing. <laughs> uh, you know, so they say 45 is the new 55. So they used to recommend having your first colonoscopy at 55. They're now recommending doing that at 45. Now you so. said, Denise, that Sullivan 180, you don't do blood pressure. Never mind. Oh, anyway. no, let's so. not even go there. We anyway. don't do any direct care or any direct service at all. <laughs> that would be direct service. Anyway, uh, so again, like you had pointed out, like you said, um, just being aware, and sometimes we kind of, us men kind of are not aware of the fact that we need to get checked for certain things. Absolutely. So whether it's, uh, you know, cardiovascular health, whether it's orthopedics, whether it's going to a urologist or just your your regular everyday physician, your general physician uh, for checkups. You know, it's just it's so important to, to be proactive in, in your own health. The, the other thing, Paul, I wanted to just mention quick is is mental health. And it's 
certainly as we're getting uh, around the holidays, sometimes that makes it even more challenging for folks. So there is, we're all familiar with 911. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, if someone is in imminent danger and so forth, obviously always call that number. But there's also a suicide and crisis lifeline now that's national, which is 988. And you can call or text that number. Or if you Google it on their website, you end up on their website. They even have a like an instant message chat feature. It's a confidential support for people in distress uh, to help with prevention and crisis resources for either you or loved ones. And also offers best practices for professionals in the United States. So that is a resource that's free and available to everyone by calling, texting, or getting online. Uh, for 988. It's a suicide and crisis lifeline. All right. Again, great information as always. Ellen Regional Hospital. Really, um, not just a slogan, but getting better together. And again, we urge you to go to our Catskills News Talk Facebook page. Uh, you'll see the uh, No Shave November photo collage for mid-month. We'll, you'll also see where you can click on through to Ellenville Regional Hospital for those men's health tips. And from there, you can springboard off and get information on all the services provided by Ellenville Regional Hospital. Keith, again, I thank you, my friend, for uh, for being involved. Look forward to when you're back in studio again, and even more so, I'm looking forward to your end of No Shave November photos <laughs> along with all the other guys. Happy Thanksgiving, yes. Keith. We'll, we'll see how the beards come in in the end. All right. Again, as Denise said, uh, same fame here, my friend. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. And, Paul? Yes. May, may the fork be with you. Oh, I like uh, that. I there like you that. go. Uh, you're all stuffed up. Anyway, we'll catch up with you, Keith. Keith Edwards, our Alex. Stop it. He's done. Oh. Keith Edwards. Uh, he's done already. Fine. That's not me. The handwriting's on the wall. Yeah. Boy. Uh, it was extra special today. Keith I'm Edwards. glad there's glad there's no foul play there. Our Ellenville, will you stop it already? Our well, Ellen you're really gobbling it up, Paul. I just want to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> At least I didn't wing it. And this last part was just gravy. All right. On that note, anyway, it is coming up. I tried. Coming up on eight sixteen now. Silberto and friends. I'm just big boned, okay? My life has been saved by the miracle of lasagna. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Coming up on 819. Good morning, Tuesday morning. I'm Paul Silberto, Denise French, Penny Sullivan, 180. And, um, you know, it's interesting, Denise. I remember going back to really initial conversations. Way back when, with with Amanda, I'm, I'm looking at you because I'm not. Sh I, I I fear sometimes. Why where are we, are we going? Which where we're going? Oh, okay. The look on your okay, face. I trust you, Paul. I'm listen. I'm looking around. I figure the lights are still on. You didn't pull the plug again okay, like the we're last good. time. All right, go ahead. No, I'm going back to like the initial conversations. Sullivan 180, and again the concept of one degree at a time. Mm -hmm. Little things, little changes mean such a big difference. But you've also um, really showed us how getting involved in things that are going on can also be getting involved and can do it in in a, in a healthy way. You think about like the uh, using the the rail trails and the snow go. and W things like that. Well. 
there's a great thing that's starting again on Friday, which happens to be Peace, Love, and Lights. Yes, Peace, Love, and Lights. Bethel Woods. So the idea of getting involved, I just want to, since you brought that up, I want to mention that so much of health is is related to lifestyle, um, you know, environment as well. Uh, you know, some health obviously is how you you know what you're born with. You you know, we talked with Keith about prevention. If you have a, a history in your family, then you need to do different things differently in terms of your health. But I feel like we could focus for now on other factors that influence health. And what we focus on at 180 are the social determinants of health, the things that are going on around us or how our, what, what impacts our lives that also affects our health. And in Sullivan County, you know, we live in a beautiful place. We have fresh air, clean water, and incredible outdoor spaces. So part of our work at 180 is to join our partners in encouraging the community to build and then activate those public spaces for enjoyment so that everyone has access to the trails, like you said, the rail trail, to the beautiful parks. Our municipalities are doing incredible work to expand and and activate their parks. So we can build beautiful places and they can be there for people to use passively at their leisure, but we also want to activate them to get people there to discover and experience them so they'll come back another time. Most, you know, not everyone knows that these places exist uh, in our own backyards. And that's part of the mission of Sullivan 180 is to help our communities build and activate those public spaces. So I just wanted to put a that's plug a in point. for that. Yeah, that's a because great as we point. talk about events that come up, we'd like to draw the connection to the fact that those were created by volunteers in partnership with their municipalities. And now they're available for all of us to appreciate. Um, so, peace, love, and lights. Another partnership that we are very grateful for is our partnership with Bethel Woods Center for the Arts, and they've done Peace, Love, and Lights, I think this is the fourth or fifth year. I don't want to say specifically, but where we are directly involved is with Walkthrough Mondays. So you can join us on any Monday during Peace, Love, and Lights, beginning this coming Monday, November 27th, and every Monday following that, right through to and including Christmas Day. Uh, December 25th, to walk through the, the lights up close and personal, get some exercise, bring your friends, bring your family, and take a walk with us. Um, we open on November 27th, and then we have some themed nights along the way. So on December 4th, Monday, you can show up with your school group. Your your Maybe it's the football team mm-hmm. or the basketball team or the tra- the trap team. Show up with your colleagues, your classmates. Show up in Jersey. Show up in your jerseys and mm-hmm. sport your school colors. Bring your school mascot and take a walk on the Peace, Love, and Lights Trail. On December 11th, um, we're recognizing our healthcare professionals, so encouraging them to take a much-needed break, uh, a much-deserved break, and walk the trail with their colleagues. Uh, let us say thank you in person for the work that you do. On December 18th, we will have our second walk with our fire departments. This we did is this cool. last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was how we kicked off our fire department challenge last year, which we will be kicking off the challenge again for 2024. I'm sure Lindsay has mentioned and will continue to talk about that effort. Uh, it was a huge success this year. But on December 18th, we're inviting all of our fire departments to walk with their departments. And then obviously Christmas Day, December 25th, will be the last walk. At each of the walks, we are encouraging folks to bring a new unwrapped toy 
And those toys are benefiting the Fender, the Federation for the That's Homeless. That's fantastic. We have a partnership with Kathy and her team there. That's so fantastic. So a new unwrapped toy. There is a ticket for walkthrough Mondays, but if you bring a new unwrapped toy, that is your ticket. So you get in to walk for free. Each individual has to have a toy. Um, unra- I think children under 12 walk for free mm-hmm. anyway. But if you are 12 or older and you have a new unwrapped toy, you also walk for free. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. That it's is it's great. really great. This this is exciting. We, we bring everything back to our building and then we transform. This is the magic of Christmas. The 180 team and our friends an extended family in our building transform into elves and we have a day of wrapping presents yeah. and then we deliver them to the Federation. And, and they do such a good job that from what I understand last year, they lost four team members that ended up at the North Pole. Well, we don't talk about that. Okay, okay. fine, fine. Be that <laughs> way. So again, that's one of the components and a great uh, example of really um, utilizing um an event like Peace, Love, and Lights mm-hmm. to turn it into a healthy situation to then turn that into helping others throughout the community. I think it's a, it's another amazing example. Yeah, and thanks to Bethel Woods for giving us the opportunity to do that. And again, we're stepping in as a partner to support these efforts that are already happening. The Federation already does an incredible job serving our community. And the more we can support the work at the Federation, the better we will all be collectively as a Sullivan County community. Very good points. And again, things that you can get involved in. You were talking about gratitude. Yes. And here's, like I said, another example of so many people working together. Yeah. We appreciate you. Thank you everyone. And, and we also appreciate our partnership with bold gold uh, and with everyone here at the station, with Dawn and Eddie and yourself and all the well, folks we work that. with. We're all in this uh, together. Mike, Mike is always at our events reporting on the work that we do, and it just helps us get the word out and stay connected to the broader community. So we want to say thank you for that. We urge you to go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, the click list. Click on the logo for um, Sullivan 180. Take some time. Check out the amazing things that uh, that this organization does. And uh, Keep your ears open for Sullivan 180 events that are yes. coming up. Yes, uh, plug for January 12th, our Martin Luther King Day of Service Youth Summit. That, Amanda that will be is in to talk amazing, about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we want to plant that seed now. If you have a high school junior or senior, mark the calendar. Check out Sullivan180.org and find out more about this really great event for young people in our community. It's a day of empowerment for young people, and we want uh, we want to fill the Hurleyville Performing Arts Center once again with um, young people in Sullivan County who want to create their blueprint for their yeah. lives. That was that is such a great uh, such a great project. Yeah, more on Sullivan 180 as our morning rolls on uh, here on this Tuesday morning. Coming up on 8:27 now. Good morning. <laughs> Silberto and friends. You used to be so beautiful. Now you're short and fat. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Catskills News Talk, 92.5, 94.9. Good morning, Silberto and friends. I'm Paul Silberto. Denise Frangipani is here on this Tuesday morning. And it's time for our Liberty Rotary Club update on the Catskills News Talk line. It's Jack Strassman. Jack, Good morning. Good morning, Paul, and everybody. Happy uh, Thanksgiving coming up soon. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, Uh, my friend. Yeah, and with that, we're doing a lot of local stuff here in Liberty, considering it's the holiday season coming up. And I just want to start with uh, one that's coming up soon that we're supporting with the Monticello Club, Murph's Toy Drive, which is December 2nd at the Villa Roma. 
I know people, if they want to drop off toys, unwrap toys at Chris Company in Monticello, they can do that. Um, also, we're collecting for Boys and Girls Giving Tree, in which we adopt children, and anyone can. There's probably in the Orange County, Sullivan County, over 300 or more kids who could use toiletries, clothing, toys, gifts, anything that um, you could think of. They could probably use some of these kids, and um, there's a big need for the older teenager kids mm -hmm. as well, board games, things like that. Um, we're doing a blood drive at um, the, the, the casino, sorry about that, on December 8th. We're also doing a coin drop December 16th, and we'll be starting our winter raffles soon so that we can uh, raise funds to give it away to local and international organizations. And one thing I, I really do love about our club is our club does know that we're doing the uh, Rotary Update, so they give me things to talk about that I may not have known. <laughs> well, okay. anyway. Yeah, and I'm going to start with this. I, I have one good one because we've been raising money for Alzheimer's in many different ways. We participate in the Alzheimer's Walk. But um, our main fundraiser with Alzheimer's is the Freeze for the Cure. And this year we're going to participate in the Sullivan Freeze for the Cure. Um, there will be a warm-up jump on January 20th. That's a warm-up jump <laughs> before people who may be interested in February, February 24th, in jumping for it's a polar bear jump right here at White Lake Firehouse in Sullivan County. We've moved it up here and we have been participating this um, for a few years now. And our team captain, Mr. Terry, um, emailed me all this information right before we were going to come on to your show today. <laughs> well, I got so that's right yeah. off the hot off the press. You did really you, good on yeah, the fly. You, you did, did really good. good on the fly. It must have come yeah. from all those years working in the schools. Could, that could be it. Yes, right. <laughs> you're good at that. And, and I got to tell you, um, um, uh, Terry Grafmuller's people reached out to my people. And okay, okay. Uh, yeah, we want to see your people too. Yeah, yeah. Except I don't have any people. But anyway, <laughs> yes, we're gonna. Do, we will. You're you're a Liberty Rotarian who actually. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, you have people, and everyone has people. <laughs> well, there you go. But uh, Terry will be coming in um, as guest co-host on this program to uh, talk about those plunges. And again, it's uh, something really uh, something that that a lot of our listeners get involved in. And looking forward to having Terry here in studio. Great things locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally with the uh, Liberty Rotary Club. Jack, a great way to find out if maybe you could, yeah, you want to get involved in the Rotary Club would be to come to a meeting, right? Absolutely. We meet on Wednesdays in Liberty on, at Yasu Cafe. Um, we, uh, our web website is libertynyrotary.org. And you could contact any member, just like you could contact Paul and get a lot of information about Liberty Rotary Club. There you go. You can check it out. And by the way, uh, Denise and Jack, I officially just now, via message, got it, finally got one people, and that's Pastor Seth Switzer from, <laughs> from Restoration Church. So you can call Pastor Seth. He'll get back to me. Is that all right? Okie <laughs> Jack Strassman, thank you for the Liberty Rotary Club update. Again, great things locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally. Find out more. 
go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. The click list. Click on the logo for the Liberty Rotary Club. See how you can get involved and um, maybe you can become part of the Liberty Rotary Club again. CatskillsNewsTalk.com. The click list. Click on the logo for the Liberty Rotary Club. Coming up on 837 now. Good morning. Silberto and friends. I don't know how those two managed to be so perky in the morning. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Coming up on 841 now. Good morning. I'm Paul Silberto, Denise Frangipani, Sullivan uh, 180. Yes. And um, heading out, still cold. But getting warmer. But getting warmer. It's 23 now, mostly cloudy throughout uh, Sullivan and the Catskills. And uh, time to head to the Catskills News Talk line and uh, Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther. I, I hate to, I hate to start on a down note, but I've got to tell you, I'm, I'm a little disappointed this week, um, Assemblywoman, because as I look at my schedule, this is the first week in quite a while that I'm not going to be running into you at different events, and I'm disappointed in that. I'm not going to see you out and about this week. Well, I'll miss you very much, but I'm sure we might uh, run into you someplace. Well, I hope uh, so. You know. Are <laughs> you going away for the Thanksgiving? I'm I'm cooking my turkey. Oh, okay. I got my free turkey at Shoprite. Yay! All right. Um, yeah. yeah, we're getting together with uh, with some friends and heading out to dinner on Thanksgiving Day. So, but no, it's funny because I was looking at uh, events that are coming up, and uh, it was cool. We've we've kept bumping. We've been bumping into each other. All over the county, and it was it was great to see. You. And uh, this is a week. It's this non- is an alienless really, week. <laughs> it's really been nonstop. I think we're going to uh, peel potatoes today. Actually, uh, yep. I think that's that's the that's the deal for today. For the, I think the federation. I that's what I think is on the schedule. And otherwise, I hope everybody has a safe and happy Thanksgiving. And uh, we're still delivering uh, boots to some of our community. We have to go up today. We have two more schools to deal with. But um, what I'm noticing or hearing is that there is still a lot of coats needed for kids. So if anybody has a beautiful child's coat and they want to drop it off at our office, we would love to have it and to be able to distribute it to those that in need. Yeah, we, uh, Aileen, this is Denise. We have been putting the call out for those coats as well. Um, Rachel, we spoke with Rachel last week, so hoping that we can get some coats over to you next week uh, after Thanksgiving to distribute yes, as needed. Yeah, it's very important. Yeah. You know, the, we we delivered the boots already, which you know we I think we got probably like over a hundred pairs of boots. Wow! But I, you know, our district is so large that we go for we have kids in Minnesink in our district and so forth. So we went all over. We've got two more places to go, but. You know, the teachers have been saying that, you know, there's a, not enough coats around. So mm-hmm. we're looking for kids' coats and also, you know, larger coats, too, because we had a high school also. Yeah, it's usually, and, and it, it comes to when it comes to clothing as well as not necessarily toys, but personal items. It's usually the, the older, the teens that sometimes are forgotten about. And like you had said, right. needing some, some larger coats as well. Right. Um, they can uh, and co- then also don't forget, with, you know, there's a lot of people, this year is a tough year, and maybe, you know, the old toys for tots. And if you know somebody that needs something, you know, we could all adopt a family. And, you know, I, I certainly would. And, you know, it's kind of sad when kids don't see anything 
under the Hanukkah tree or the Christmas tree. So, mm-hmm. you know, we all have to give whatever we can to make sure that all of these kids get what they need. Good point. And it is uh, so important. Now, these... Um, the... I got some good news. My daughter's coming from Paris Ooh. with my granddaughter for Christmas. Fantastic. And uh, are you, you're going to be doing the cooking then, too, right? Do I ever? Does it ever end? You know, my kids, no. my kids are my kids are in their forties. They still they still think that you know I'm still mommy. Well, okay. com- coming home for the holidays is the most amazing thing yes. for mom to be able to still make the meal. Yep, that's, yep. that's fantastic. That's yep. How about uh, the number for your office or uh, the location so that of uh, those who may have uh, some coats or items that uh, may want to drop them off? What's the best way to get a hold of you or somebody at your office, Assemblywoman? 845-794-5807. 845-794-5807. And I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. I hope everybody is well and gets to see their family and drive safe. It's going to be a rough weekend. Well, I'm very thankful to you, and thank you for these updates every week, and thankful for when you're back in as a guest co-hostess. And you have a very happy Thanksgiving, even though you're doing all the cooking. But enjoy it, all right? Yeah. Well, my son helps me. Okay, good. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, uh-huh. Aileen. Gravy. <laughs> Bye-bye. Right. Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther, uh, our, our weekly update. It's 8.45 now. Uh, make it 8.46. Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9 Weather. Today increasing clouds with a chance of rain and snow possibly mixed with sleet. High 34. For tonight, cloudy with rain and snow becoming all rain. Temperature rising with a, to a low of 41. Tomorrow mostly cloudy with rain likely. High 49. Tomorrow night mostly cloudy. Low 34. For Thanksgiving Day, mostly sunny. High 45. And for Friday, mostly sunny. High 39. It's mostly cloudy. 23 now in Sullivan and the Catskills. Silberto and friends. Showtime. It's showtime. It's showtime, baby. Let's rock. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 8.50. Winding down. Silberto and friends. I'm Paul Silberto. Denise Frangipani is here. More on Sullivan 180 coming up in a little bit. Right now, Catskills News Conversations. Here's Mike Sakel. I'm speaking with Benicia Hill, who is president of the LITE Foundation. The Light Foundation. You are working with the Ethelbert B. Crawford Library in Monticello on a very special holiday-related project. But before we get started with that, tell me about the Light Foundation. What are you all about? So, Light Foundation, the L-I-T-E, actually stands for Literature Information Technology Enrichment Foundation. And we were started to, you know, raise literacy levels as well as technology learning. And, you know, the ways to do that would be scholarships, giving out books, but we are evolving and we're hoping to do more actual programs ourselves to provide, you know, um, more of an enlightenment to uh, literacy and also uh, technology training. So that's what we hope to do in the future. All right. Now I'm speaking to you from the Crawford Library right now. Uh, Do you work with libraries interacting with the public? Oh, yes, because it just goes uh, along with what we do. You know, the literacy piece, you know, introducing children to 
books and reading and things like that. So it really goes along with what we do. Light up the holidays. Tell us all about that. Yeah, so it's a play on words. <laughs> so it's really a light and decoration contest, um, specifically for the village of Monticello. Um, it's for Monticello residents and the ability to win uh, first, second, and third place prizes in addition to other prizes. So just by entering, um, you have the ability to win something. So we do want everyone to have an opportunity to win something. Um, but we have our first place prize winner that will win a tablet and a Taste of Monticello gift card. The second prize winner, we have a Home Depot bucket with some good stuff in there. Also another Taste of Monticello gift card. And the third place winner, Taste of Mon Monticello gift card worth $50. So um, we've got a lot of restaurants that really stepped up and gave gift certificates and gift cards. Who's judging this competition? So um, it's going to be the Life Foundation that's going to the folks, the board members that will be looking at the decor. So we ask that folks send in a picture and also send in a video if they can a picture is just fine if they can't send in a video and what we do is we narrow it down to 10 for the top three prizes and we'll be physically visiting those 10 just to make sure it matches up with the pitchers and from there we'll pick the top three uh, prize winners uh, however just entering uh, folks are able to eligible to win a prize and I should mention the entry applications are now through December the 12th and your judging will take place between the 13th and the 16th uh, in the evening, of course, and everyone will be, be able to uh, check out the light displays. No entry fee, correct? No entry fee, free to, to enter. Uh, we just ask you have your lights on between the judging period. I understand everyone's concern about having their lights on for an extended period of time, but it's really fun to look at them. So if you can keep your lights on for the holiday season, that will be beautiful. All right. And you're coming back to the Crawford Library uh, next week, right? Yes. So I will be at the Crawford Library actually on the 28th from 5 to 8 p.m. and also on December 2nd from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. So I'll be here to help answer any questions, to help folks register if they, they're not able to register online on their own. The website is litefoundation.org? Yes. They'll be able to find the link to the application and, and how to register and all that right there on the website. And I'm sure if uh, someone contacts the Crawford Library as well, they'd be able to get information. Um, it's also in the library newspaper. Um, there will be a flyer at ShopRite. And um, we intend to have um, some flyers go home to students. So Now, as far as the Light Foundation activities, do you have future plans with the Crawford Library here in Monticello? I mean, there's, there's definitely a need in a lot of our local communities. So do you have future plans as to events or things that are happening? Yes, we do have future plans um, to do a Scrabble program here. Uh, so we're figuring out, you know, the when and and how hopefully that would should be sometime next year we're planning to do a scrabble program so it's something fun that we feel that will definitely help raise the vocabulary of the students involved very good well venetia hill president of the light foundation 
thanks so much for the conversation. I really appreciate it, and uh, happy holidays to you. Same to you. Thank you. That's Catskills Conversations. I'm Mike Sakel. It's 8.55 now. It's Ciliberto Friends. I'm Paul Ciliberto, Denise Frangipani. We're winding things down winding uh, things today. Down. Sullivan yes. 180. Always great things coming up. Always yeah. great events coming yeah. up. Uh, we're, we're glad to talk about them. And we've talked a little bit about Peace, Love, and Lights, which opens up this weekend. But we are launching Walkthrough Mondays again on Monday, November 27th, straight through and including Christmas Day. Walk through Monday, December 25th. And if you are able to join us and you bring an unwrapped toy, an unwrapped new toy, then that is your ticket and you get to walk for free. Um, but, Paul, we talked a little bit about the benefits of public spaces and uh, how those spaces are created and um, activated so that people discover them and then start to take advantage of them and really use them, uh, which, is, which does contribute to health. And I just want to plug a, um, a seminar that we have coming up on, dis- on Wednesday, December 6th by Zoom. So easy to participate from the comfort of your home. And this is going to be the benefits of public spaces, the health benefits of, of open space. I'm sorry. The health benefits of open space is an online event on Wednesday, December 6th at 6 p.m. And Shannon Salento, our very own Shannon Salento, our community development and communications manager. Shannon works closely with our municipalities, who we talked about are Mm -hmm. doing a lot to invest in their parks and really build out parks to make them more accessible. And this seminar focuses on why. Why would we do that? How can we do that? And what resources are available to help us do that? Uh, When we think about where we live in Sullivan County, this beautiful place, uh, this incredible natural environment that we benefit from being in all the time. We also have these really special public spaces that are created or curated and then activated by our municipalities and our communities. So if you are a zoning or planning board member, or uh, this is there's credit for this, our planning and zoning board members need cool. to get uh, continuing credits to co- maintain their status, I guess, as a planning or zoning board member. Mm-hmm. So a credit, one hour of training will be credited. And of course, if you are in a leadership position or maybe you've been newly elected and you're intrigued by this concept, uh, if you're newly elected or a um, rejoining town board or village board member and would like to participate, again, it is online. It's also open to the community. So if you are a community member who would like to understand this a little bit differently and be able to engage uh, your municipality in this type of work. Again, Wednesday, December 6th by Zoom, 6 o'clock, and you can register at Sullivan180.org, and you can also find us through the Catskill News Talk and uh, click list and uh, join us by Zoom and hear about these amazing opportunities. Again, another yeah, example of you. great things presented by Sullivan 180. Thank you so much for being here. Most importantly, pleasure. thank you for leaving the power on this time. Okay, thank you for uh, the opportunity. I appreciate it, I think. <laughs> Have a happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> Happy Paul. Thanksgiving, Denise. Coming up tomorrow on the next Celeberto and Friends, it is uh, Wednesday. Boys and Girls Club, Pastor Seth Switzer will be here as well. And our very special guest weather person, Genevieve, will be here. We're going to speak with the Jeremy Mills Methodist Church Community Christmas Concert coming up. Ray Pucci, our Delaware County Update. Cindy Ray talking about what's happening on the pages of the Hancock Herald. Of course, our Boys and Girls Club update, our weekly conversation with Congressman Mark Molinaro. More on the Black Friday Bonanza, Celeberto and Friends Live. 
from Monticello Farm, Home, and Garden on Friday morning and more on No Shave November as you move on through with Ellenville Regional Hospital, creating awareness of men's health. Let's get together again tomorrow morning. Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9.